Hello everyone, I'm Corey Luna. And I'm Richard Hogman. And you're watching Patch Dispatch, where we talk about current events in the electronic music community. We've talked a little bit about a couple of topics, and let's start out with talking about Threads, a new social media platform that's rivaling Twitter. Yeah, so I wanted to pick something to start off with that I thought was kind of broad. And Threads is that, you know, Facebook's new challenge to Twitter. And I thought it was interesting because I've seen, you know, a lot of people using Twitter in a way, at least with Instagram, where sometimes they're just kind of reposting to Twitter, you know, what they've already posted on Instagram. Kind of interested to see how Threads develops because of the way it integrates much easier with Instagram. What do you think of it so far with this integration? It's, it's definitely easy as far as onboarding and that 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 was true when it launched like they had you know i think hundreds of millions of, of signups but since then that i think the there's just articles coming out that usage has dropped i think that's probably the case for any new social media platform but yeah there there could be some some cool stuff going on there especially for people that d definitely like using instagram yeah it seems that company Meta has used the backlash with Twitter with the current owner of Elon Musk opening Twitter without any censorship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess, you know, obviously Facebook has its own style of censorship, so we'll see. But I mean, it definitely, it definitely was launched at an opportune time when Twitter's kind of been, you know, having issues, you know, they were, they were also doing stuff like limiting the, the number of posts you could see or requiring that you're, you know, you're logged into even see posts. So they're, they're definitely hoping, oh, like now's the time, like let's swoop in and, you know, grab a bunch of user base. So, yeah. I mean, as far as like a tool for, you know, musicians and stuff, it's, I think it could be interesting to see how it develops. I, 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 I signed up, you know, there's an account for peaked, but I haven't been really using it yet. I'm just kind of like exploring and seeing, seeing what's going on so far. It seems. I mean, in, in some instances, it's, it's very simple, right? Some, it looks like a lot like Instagram in a way that people are, you know, here's a post, here's an image, here's something I did. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess time will tell how Threads does as a social media platform, if it survives or not. And personally, I haven't tried it myself. I'll eventually get around to checking it out and seeing if it's something that I enjoy using. If it's similar to Twitter, I probably won't be using it very much as even Twitter's platform doesn't really appeal to me. Right. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, now let's, let's move on over to some releases. It's July 18th now, and there's actually some wonderful things that have popped up on Bandcamp of note that I want to mention. The first one is an album release by Station Point, also known as JDN here in the Bay Area. It's a new album that's called Alcyon, which is named after a star in the Palladius cluster. It's a four-track down-tempo techno house album, which you can find out more and listen to that album on Bandcamp. Go to stationpoint.bandcamp.com to find out more details. And then our other artist that just popped up, UK-based artist Sate Azur, or Azur, released a long-form track called Church of the Last Epoch, an epic ambient down-tempo experience, which has been a real, which if you know State Azure, he's 
known for doing very long ambient tracks with not a lot of per percussion and very similar to his style you hear almost like rain in the background with these beautiful lush pads and synthesizers going on always a very dystopian style going on with with what status or does their tracks it's a really fun i really enjoyed it i played it at work the other day and it just kind of keeps everyone in a very nice calm atmosphere which is really great for a cafe experience so if you want to hear more go to stateazure.fancamp.com forward slash album forward slash church of the last epoch and then our next release another bay area artist stereo beach released their debut album we made us recorded during lockdown in 2020 brings inspiration to us into a dark ambient electronic synthwave experience in a realistic dystopian San Francisco. And at the time, one, we were in lockdown during COVID and two, there were the campfires here in California, which flew, which the breeze brought all that smoke into the Bay Area. And we had orange yellow skies throughout the Bay Area for seemed like a week of just looks like literal dystopian something out of out of like blade runner 2049 it looked really strange at that time the album is actually strangely a little bit more upbeat than than i actually described it's a really fun one and they're going to be coming out and doing a, a interview in the near future with me on rookbeats podcast i did already interview one of the two duo of that of stereo beach your opponent, which is currently up on Northbeat's podcast, if you want to take a listen to his interview, which was a really great time. He came to my studio, and we had a great chat, which is when he told me about Stereo Beach. And then right afterwards, maybe about a week or two later, that album dropped, and it's a really fantastic album. And that's been released on Minor Chord Music. You'll find out more on minorchordmusic.bandcamp.com. And then another release actually just dropped today from a friend of mine, Audio Terrorist, Caleb Duarte, released the album called the 2023 Practice Album. It's a six-track album with three original tracks and then three tracks that are of the same song, but they're a cover song by the Human League called Being Boiled. And it's Caleb's take three different versions of that song, which is, if you're familiar with the Human League, they started around 1979 in the UK, and it, they were a very inspirational electronic music band that really showcased what you can do with a minimal setup at that time. And that album by Caleb Dwart is was something that he's been working on for a long time. It's, he's we relocated back in, you know, I think right before lockdown happened, actually, he and his partner moved from San Jose to Seattle, Washington, and they've been up there ever since. And so he's been slowly rebuilding his studio, getting back into gear into producing music. So it's a, a breath of fresh air for me to hear some wonderful music come out from Audio Terrorist. Nice. You can find out more about his work on audioterrorist.bandcamp.com. Another wonderful artist that I've been following for a few years now, Lisa Belladonna, just released a new album out of the Appalachian Mountains. The album is called Synesthesia. It's three long 
platform tracks, all performed with using ARC 2600, Moog, Modulars, Korgs, an Oberheim, and a Mellotron. And so if you know Lisa Belladonna's work, one, she is a phenomenal musician in her own right. Doesn't even need synthesizers to impress you, but what she can do with the synthesizer is absolutely mind-boggling of like how much control she has. If you've ever seen her perform live, it's something to behold. I, I can't describe it. It's just a wonderful experience to see such a well-versed musician performing and knowing how to manipulate every piece of equipment at their disposal. Fantastic album. Learn more about her at lisabelladonna.bandcamp.com. And then there's an upcoming show, which is actually today. It's probably just started, actually. So it might be a little late to talk about it. So maybe by the time this comes out, it'll probably already happen. And maybe some people have already seen it. But I wanted to mention at the Annex in Portland, Oregon, which is at 645 North Tillamook Street in they have three artists performing right now. It's They Gamble, Neurotic, and Sarah Sarah Turner Turner. And the last one, Sarah Sarah Turner Turner, I actually interviewed from Northbeats podcast over this year. And that interview will be released in September later on this year. And she does video mapping projection and is a bit rated R with her material, but it's really fun and actually really shows a lot, an interesting perspective on the whole cam girl idea and what it can represent beyond adult content. It's actually, I think that she has a really interesting point of view that kind of really tests the boundaries of what you can do with it. So Rich, do you, do you have any other uh, topics you would like to talk about with some equipment? Yep, for sure. One of the things I saw recently was a core released a new VR app. I think they've been actually been working on this for a while. I think they announced it a while back, but it kind of just took a long time to come out. But it's basically a, a DAW virtual studio where you're surrounded by all the core gadget instruments. So I haven't tried it out in VR yet, but I've, I've tried similar apps and this one looks definitely like it's one of the better ones. I'm definitely going to try to look in on that one. That sounds really fun. I, I already use Core Gadget on my phone for creating synthesizer music on the go. And I really admire what Core Gadget has done over the years with their development and the amount of synthesizers available of, you know, of stock sense that, that you can program with. And using it in a virtual reality VR set sounds really fun. Yeah, for sure. It was actually giving me an idea recently it would be really cool like if there was a i don't know maybe there already is or someone working on it, like a vr version of vcv rack because i'm pretty sure that is open source right like yes yeah, uh, imagine can... imagine a vcv rack vr app where now you have a rack of infinite size right in front of you where you can drop in modules and do patch cables on the fly i think sounds that'd, awesome that would be really cool <laughs> for people that like vr it's not for everybody but yeah but yeah, Core, Core Gadget was definitely something to, to look into. The other thing I'd seen recently on the hardware side was a new module from RYK called the Knight Rider. And this is a really cool filter. They, they call it a quad sequential resonator. 
but you basically have four filter banks and sequencers. So it, it's it's really it's really good at making those like four mint kind of filter sounds, you know, the a kind of stuff. <laughs> and with the built-in sequencer and all the modulation all in one module, it can get pretty crazy pretty pretty easily. So that that, that it looks really cool too. I'm a big fan of RYK's like black black metal red LED kind of style they have going. And so and and that's what I'm working on some demos for. There's a there's already some YouTube videos out for it. Definitely check them out. But yeah, on Peaked we'll have some some demos too of me messing around. Looking forward to seeing your demo. Yeah, me too. Well, that's our first edition of Pass Dispatch, and that's Rich. Do you have any other from new updates to add for our first episode? Well, we are adding some more sections to the website specifically for these podcasts. If you do check out peak.website, you'll see that North Beats now has a homepage there. So there are links to all the current episodes, past episodes, and also links to find it on iTunes and now Spotify. It's also on Google Podcasts. So we'll have the same kind of page set up for an also unannounced podcast and, and Patch Dispatch. So I know last time we talked about the other podcast did you want to mention that one again sure we'll be launching a new podcast relatively soon this thing july now maybe by either august or september pete will be launching a new podcast called seismic audio podcast now this podcast is specifically music only there's no interviews and this is inspired by my friend Dave called audio who had a a podcast of the same name and he ran for about six years. He stopped doing it late last year. I really miss it. And I asked his permission to continue on what he was doing with rebrand and having it under the Peach brand. He gave me his okay and even gave me the name Seismic. So he's he's totally happy with that. And we, I, we added audio to it. I asked our community, what do you think of the name? And everyone enjoyed the, the name Seismic Audio. So we've stuck with that so far. And we're going to work with that. I've reached out to some people in our community to, to contribute some tracks. And hopefully we'll get some more contributions as we move forward. We don't know yet on how often we'll be updating it. If we'll be doing it once a month or maybe once, maybe twice a week. I'm sorry, maybe one, twice a month or maybe maybe once a week if we get enough contributions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be pretty soon. Rich, you'll probably get an email set up so that we can get contributors to be able to email us links directly. Yep. You can also just go to peak.website. There's a contact page and you can also just leave something in the comments anywhere. We'll find it if you have any suggestions. Yes. I look forward to Seismic Audio Podcast. I'm really excited about it because something that I've always enjoyed is just listening to music without having to cycle through commercials and things like that. Like I'm not a big fan of listening to commercials. To me, it just kind of like gets in the way of my thought process. Right. Granted, I understand the purpose of uh, commercials and what they're, what, you know, why they're necessary, but it's fun to have a podcast where you don't need those. And I think it's a, a fun thing to do. Yeah. I've been putting some of the past peak episodes in, on in the car. Just like 
play the whole playlist from the beginning. But I do kind of wish sometimes I, I could just skip to the music. Not that I don't like the interviews, but uh, maybe maybe that's something you could do for here is pull some of the pull some of the performances. Yeah, that's a great idea. Actually, we should probably work on getting some of those performances of, yeah. from past peaked episodes directly onto Seismic Audio podcast. Yeah, that would be fun. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, and I think this has been a great first edition for Patch Dispatch. For sure. Excellent. Well, we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks so much. This is Corey Luna. And Richard Hackman. Bye. See ya.